0: Uncle okay. like Liano, that it. is, very. hate Cal- no, I was talking, I was Cal- talking, Cal- I oh, was talking. Oh, fuck you, I, I can do I that right because I bring know. myself I in you know what I do. What the fuck has happened? So today's cauldron is just a big fucking hot mess. So, so far we have Saint completely upset about their critiques even though they're in the top. Well, you just missed the mark. We have Hoso thinking this is complete bullshit. It's bullshit. Nobody's congratulating Sigourney on her win. I, I want to that. And whatever the fuck Jaden's avaletta are doing. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night. Oh, good night. Good night. Oh, good night. We're best friends. We're best friends. Oh, we're so close. Let's take a look at how this all started, shall we?
1: Mary, I think it's safe to say that we are all Dolly... And maybe sometimes Hoso during this episode, but we're definitely all Dolly with you know i I just don't I just don't know what's going on right now.
0: Yes, I think that Dolly not only established themselves as really potentially a narrator for the season um mm. if, if this was a demo reel for being narrator, I would say, you know, Dolly, you got the job, but yes, I also love that throughout this episode, Dolly and Hoso were it was like. We're at rehearsals for Camelot, and Dolly and Hoso are the tech kids. And they're like, I don't have time for this actor drama, you know? Yeah,
1: what is uh, – Hoso says, I literally don't care about any of this. And Dolly's like, yeah, me neither. And you can't, like, do anything to lighten the mood. Like, I can't even get in a fucking laugh out of these people. can't get
0: a laugh out (laughs) of these people. I don't – oh, this – you know, and it's so – I felt like between that moment and, like, these two – Nerds queening out over Fangoria, and then obviously in the Cauldron, I felt like it was this battle of like old Dracula and new. <laughs> what oh, I mean? Mary, you
1: took the words right out of my mouth. Absolutely, the show is is kind of changing from its original form; it's transforming into a different monster. Mm, uh, spooky fingers, <laughs> and and then here we are, season four, and it's it's going more towards this reality uh space because that's who they have employed kind of pushing this forward
0: yeah i mean i have to say you know we talked about this on only marys but i have unfortunately been uh you know infected by the real housewives franchise um new york in particular uh and i have to say it's actually perfect timing because i can't believe the parallels between a cauldron and a housewives reunion i mean Mm. down to the types of things that they're fighting about like you know you talked about me behind my back and you know you're not being real and you know like all of this stuff that's like you know that's housewives drama you know what i mean like that's not real drama that's like well this is who i am and you know i can't believe you would say that about me and it's I, I think, Oh, and then Zavaleta
1: just being like, well, you, you know, you're not a real ass bitch. You're not a real ass bitch. Right. I'm a real
0: ass bitch. Right, right. It was just what like... What are we fighting uh, about? What are we fighting about? <laughs> I just, I thought that was so fascinating how how I, of course, I expect this from Drag Race and we get this from Drag Race. I mean, you know, the Real Housewives of Tamisha Mon network, you know, I mean, it's just like, you. we've already seen it, but I feel like Dragula... We've seen them fight in the past, but it's usually like the real junkyard dogs of, you know, Gary and Deanna. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what
0: I want, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, one I, what, what kind of encapsulates my emotions during this caudron watching it uh, was when Dolly hugged Saint amidst this drama and i'm just like dolly is trying their best to just like get out of this well yeah yeah uh, you know what i mean i uh what did what did uh dolly say it's childish fuckery uh it's the most childish fuckery that i've seen on this show
0: Uh, yeah Uh, you know i agreed i even enjoyed i appreciated that there was even a moment of like saint with siggy being like I'm oh, sorry. I know. This, yeah. this shouldn't be happening. No one's celebrating. We should be happy. Win.
1: We should be happy for you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. You know, to me, like, Sate was kind of being like the Sue Snell and Carrie, and Siggy is really oh the Carrie God. White, you know? Zava is Chris Hargison, you know? <laughs> oh, Mary, I hate Siggy Beaver. <laughs> oh, Mary, I, I hate Siggy Beaver. <laughs>
1: Oh, and then you know you have Dolly. Being, Dolly is uh, the Tommy. Mo- the... Is Tommy Ross? Yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Dolly is not. Do- to- oh, maybe Dolly could be Tommy Ross. I was thinking of that uh, that he would be the teacher um, or oh, the meet
0: me, Carrie. Me, oh, Miss Collins? You mean the gym teacher? Yes, oh, okay, okay. Yes. I, I thought you meant Sidney Lassick. I was like, come on now. Oh, no, no, no. you're so right. You're so right. Dolly is Miss Collins. Oh, Betty Buckley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, uh, uh, it it makes sense. It's a horror reference. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Betty is PJ Souls, the one in the red hat.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. I love that. Uh, Yeah, she's the one that swaps out the votes. She's chewing the gum. She's chewing the gum. She's just, Uh, yeah. And then
0: she gets the fire hose, you know, which is what happens during this episode. She gets... She you gets know, the fire hose. She gets the, switch, the hose. She drowns. Yeah. She gets the
1: hose again. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I I forget who said it. Maybe it was Betty. Maybe it was Sigourney. But the pressure of the show is now showing everybody their worst sides. Mm, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I and, agree.
1: And, I, and, and you know what? The show is not, or the editing is not doing a good job of relieving us from that um it's uh, just yeah. showing all of the housewives moments and i have to say like i am now looking at the show i'm not looking at these performers i'm not getting sucked into their drama of you know like betty was mean to jade and jade was mean to siggy and hoso was mm-hmm. mean to Siggy. i'm not getting sucked into any of that i now want to focus back on the the sh-
0: on, on the show, on on the floor show. You right, know what I mean? the floor show. And and in some ways, I mean, I'm having a good time, but it's, to your, kind of what you're saying, it's also taking me out of the season a little bit. Like, I'm not yeah. as, yeah. I'm not, and, and we talked about this at the very beginning, that, like, Dragula is so the whole thing is a show, you know what I mean? Like the whole idea that like, Mm. they're in a call, they're in the boudoir in this mansion. It's like, no, they're in a studio, you know, but like (laughs) they create this fantasy, you know? And so everything is a little bit, it's this weird juxtaposition where everything is kind of fake. And yet the cast is sort of not always super TV ready, you know? And Mm yet I, and I, that's kind of, kind of the rough edge charm of Dragula, and yet I feel like once we got to the cauldron this week, I was like, oh, y'all came ready to be on TV, you know?
1: Yeah, and it's spilling out on social media, which it wasn't really before, and they're kind of taking notes from the other drag franchise. Oh, we're going to do that.
0: Oh, we're going to do that, yeah.
1: And you know what? I don't really love that. I I I want these monsters to be on the show. We don't really hear from them, or maybe we see their looks And then we see them live and then we go and we support them live. You know, that was what was so great about season two and season three is like, oh, my God, like I get to go see Bitch Puddin perform now. And oh, uh, I mean, even with something like Madeline Hatter and going to see Madeline host a show and Abora was there and Mary was there and uh, Bitch shows up like, you know, and it's not at the same kind of whistling height. Uh, or Wuthering Heights uh, as, as, as drag race fans, you know, and drag race contestants.
0: And I think there's also, I know for myself, like, and, you know, the idea of going, say, you know, a couple years ago, the idea of going to see, you know, bitch pudding or something, there'd be the feeling of like, Oh, what's bitch going to do? You know, mm-hmm. there's sort of an, like there's a focus on what the performance of the drag is going to be. And to be honest, the drag has been great this season, but, right off the bat, can I pluck out the Abora or the, Hey Fred, or, yeah. you know, can I pluck out the, the look, that, or, the, you Vander know, Aht, the Vander von you know? Vander or the Landon, you know, moments like, you know, right. there's those looks that just jump out and stay on the shelf. And I feel like whatever good looks and good floor shows we've gotten so far this season, I'm not thinking about them primarily. I'm thinking about them secondarily to all of this drama. And it's yeah. like, okay, I'm, and I'm not saying it's not fun and entertaining. It's just like, oh, you guys changed it's a the menu. Yeah. Oh, I love right. when this you restaurant the menu. had the old menu. Oh, my God.
1: Colin, yes. Oh, that's – I've I've been there. I can totally relate to that. It's like, yeah, going to your favorite restaurant, and they change the menu. Yeah. Or it's like not dinner time anymore. It's, it's lunch time.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, this is your lunch option. Oh. Oh, man. Hmm.
1: Right. right, where's the risotto? You yeah, guys don't have right? the risotto anymore. Right. Can you please make it? Oh no. Okay. No. Right. Oh, no. it's just
0: you have to. I get. Oh, I understand. All right. It's just the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Different ki- different cooks. Different cooks. You know. Yeah.
1: Different cooks, or you know, just uh, it's it's a new manager. You
0: know, under new management, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's just feeling. You know, and there are positives to that as well. I also feel like there has been a lot of, especially this episode, a lot of really fun editing. Much, for example, like the clip of the week, I feel like they're having a lot more fun in that variation of the reality TV side of things. You know, uh, even, you know, the, you know, the Boulay is kind of talking about the the helmets and having the moment of feeling bad for themselves. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, God, I loved it. It was so (laughs) good. So I love that. It's just like, uh, I just wish we had better floor shows.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I, and not to take away from the people that are doing really, really well. It's just there is a there's a new sheriff in town, you know, yeah. and, and it's the cauldron and the cauldron is just taking up so much space in a very different way, I think, than even last season um, when Absolutely. it started. Last season, it really kind of started and you. You almost felt some of the fake drama in the cauldron. We've talked about um, Eva Destru- Destruction saying, uh, you know, my name is Eva Destruction for fuck's sake. And then Hollow right? I that whole moment. I am Hollow
0: Yeah. I mean, Hollow was like, oh, no, no. This is my moment. Yeah. Even last season, I f- there was also a feeling of it felt like we were capturing a behind the scenes moment. It was like a a Mm -hmm. true untucked of like, oh, we're just capturing, the cameras are catching these moments with these queens, you know, these performers hanging out on like cafeteria tables, you know, freaking out. Yeah, nobody
1: really told them that this was probably gonna be in the show. Whereas I think with the cauldron, it's a thing. And they're like, oh, this is a new segment. And they were instructed, this is a new segment, you need to, do this and you need, you should go to the side. Dolly, take Ozo to the side, see how she's doing, you know? It's um, so,
0: oh my God, it's so funny. I feel like it's, it's like a, um, like a group sex space that's been set up. Well, there's some beds over here and we have some benches over there and then there's kind of like a viewing room <laughs> over there. We is have booths. the glory hole room. Yeah, yeah, and like you can see that it's been set up for various encounters, you know? <laughs>
1: Encounters of the third kind. Yes, is it? yes. Uh, yeah.
0: And so that's what <laughs> this was. This was, you know, th- it, this was a loft space set up with various encounters.
1: Yeah, I, I you know, there, uh, there was a lot that kind of transpired in the cauldron, and we could break it down, uh, each person's little thing, and maybe we'll do that later a little bit. Yeah. But at the. But the bigger picture here, I think, is Dolly, and it's okay. I mean, here, talk about fuck happened. the big picture, Clint. Yeah, you know, if right, you know put it that right.
0: way, I'll be happy right. to fuck the big picture, right. Clint. Basically,
1: all you need to know about the cauldron is that it's just a complete fucking mess, and that's what Dolly says. And I, and I'm I'm right there with Dolly and Hoso at the start of the episode when they're like, I
0: don't care about any of this. Like, yeah, uh, can we just be a little bit more funny? <laughs> Well, and, you know, and I think about that, too, of, like, at the same time, it's like, well, this is, we've even said this, this is not a documentary, this is a TV show, you, you yeah. gotta give them TV, and, like, I, I would be bored, if, and I guess to your point, it's like, well, in what other ways can TV be created other than this kind of bickering, you know, and I, I don't know. It's just
1: it doesn't do as well, you know, I think Great British Bake Off is such an aberration. In sure. the In the in that mm-hmm. idea, you know, it it really is not the rule of thumb. The rule of thumb is to get people watching your show and talking about it, create drama that spills off off the show.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, again, I I hate to be that gay who's bringing up housewives. But like, I just can't believe I mean, I guess it's kind of like watching any older reality show, America's Next Top Model, Project Runway, is you really see that these older reality shows and competition shows created the template you know and that like what we're seeing on dragula or drag race more often than not is not original and is the norm it's just kind of like you know so it's not to say that oh god dragula there's so much fighting it's like no there's so much fighting in all of these shows except for great british (laughs) (laughs) bake-off
1: well you know back in the day when there was fighting on like you know season two of project runway or season four of top model they they weren't emulating anything you know yeah yeah they didn't know that that was gonna happen i felt like that was more authentic that they caught it whereas now the producers are really i think almost enforcing like no show show more show more yeah
0: and there's also i mean in early you know reality tv there's that sense of like yeah people were not emulating they also weren't filtered there wasn't that worry about what people on twitter were going to say correct like, all like yeah. it could all just exist in that moment you could forget about the camera i mean remember the real world you know what i mean like oh, to I go know. even further yeah. back uh don't call me a bitch you fucking flamer and so yeah. uh you know i mean th- that was that was a different time And but i feel like now we see on drag race contestants and they have accused Jade of this contestants who don't want to look bad and Mm. want to like be America's sweetheart. But there's also like, Oh no, I want to be a bitch. I want to have sound bites. I want to make merch off of that. I want to have a moment, you know? And so like, and I think that's the real sour side of it is when people start to play up the drama. Uh, Mm. I would rather someone filter themselves than, than put on a performance, you know?
1: yeah, I think that's that's where I land right now. Uh, I'm trying to think otherwise, yeah, I don't want them to drum up something that's inauthentic. Uh, I'd right. rather them I'd rather it be a little bit more muted. but at the same time, that also can come off as inauthentic, right? Um, I don't know. I think Jade is doing the best she can. I think her authentic self is actually putting on a happy face to hide the
0: monster, you know. Yeah, I think
1: that is authentic.
0: Yeah, I don't think Jade's being fake. I do feel like Jade, you know, it would be very easy to read. Oh, G, like, and she's been getting read for this by the Boulets and other contestants of like, oh, trying to come across a certain way on camera. But then we kind of get this other layer in, you know, the workroom or the boudoir, or whatever, of like. I'm actually kind of doing yes I am intentionally putting on a happy face every day because much like RuPaul says you got to cut the tail off every day and Mm. I think that's kind of what we're seeing and I liked that Dolly said you well yeah you're a nice feel good kind of creature I thought well that is that is a compliment
1: oh my god Uh, correct and I believe Dolly I think Dolly is uh, an observer Mm -hmm. and and understands that like oh no you had a rough spot or, you don't you have your demons like everybody and you're actually, a, you're a good egg, Jade. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And I, I feel like, yeah, Dolly's kind of been and has become the truth teller of this competition, you know, mm. and, and, and is kind of what the, you know, is edited in the cauldron is like, oh, uh, is there somebody who is not upset right now that we could talk well, to, you know?
1: I, I, right. And what's interesting uh, relating it to, Season three, not season two, um, but relating it to season three, Landon Sider certainly stayed out of things like yeah. this. Like, Landon did not kind of get any pylons or be a part of any pylon necessarily. And it yeah. was, you know, uh, whereas season two is very different with Bitch because of Vibora. But...
0: Right, um, right. But it's true. When you really think about, like, in different seasons, it's like, who are the... Teflon performers, you know what I mean. Who are the Teflon kings and queens? We're like nobody had a th- negative thing to say about them. You know, I didn't have any mm. fights with anybody. There's not many, and Landon is one of a few.
1: Yeah, right. Especially la- that last season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so well, let's let's jump into this episode, Mayor. Yeah, what do let's scoop
0: back. Yeah, let's go back to these beach witches that we got. <laughs> beach witches. I have to say, the opening, the opening was scary, girl. Got that graininess that I wanted, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That was, I, I, I mean, there were some shots where I'm like, oh, right, dad's camera, right, but, right, yeah. Uh, but, and, but the shots of the boulets coming out of the water, like I, you know, could have been could have been a horror movie that that freaked me out, you know. I
0: thought it was I thought this was a very effective prologue. I thought that that sad guy was really cute. So Oh yeah, you did. I did. I thought it was a shame. I thought, "Oh no, wait. I can save you. I'm codependent." So, um <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, in that seashell. I was like, "No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> Let me fix you with my love." Go back <laughs> towards the
1: docks and go under the third Doc,
0: yeah keep right going. by the parking lot, wait there, <laughs> <clears throat> you're gonna see a car with a back door open, so <laughs> to speak or uh um, so
1: the you know after obviously she's a killer, um they come in, and hoso it felt like Hoso was quoting uh, again, says, Oh, hello." <laughs> did
0: you catch this? When does she see that? She sees
1: the Fangoria stuff. Oh, it's yes. the first line of the show. Oh, hello.
0: I, you know, I my question is are you I feel like we've talked about Fangoria before. What are you did you ever read Fangoria? Was that a part of your life? No. No, no it wasn't. Uh, that was I I probably threw them out, but I had I would say I didn't have like a gazillion Fangorias. I probably had like two dozen. And um yeah, they were it, – it, it was very much – I know it's kind of had, like, a, a rebirth, and I don't really read it now. But at the time, I remember feeling like that was – what, what is it? Thank God, it's a horror movie magazine. So it's all about, like, you know, uh, features about horror movies and special effects and, you know, oh, interviews okay. and shit like that. So, right. uh, so back in the day, you know, pre-internet, that was kind of like, you know – the one resource for any, you know, updates on new, you know, Wes Craven. Exactly. stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. So, um, cool. yeah. And, you know, I gotta say, I, I felt like there was going to be more, you know, like they were like, oh, are we going to be on the cover of Fangoria And I was surprised that that was not part of this, you know, mm. it seemed like just kind of random product placement other than having Phil as a judge.
1: It's very, uh, the
0: vodka. It's very. Yes, it is very. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just want to roll back one second because there's one thing that I, I always notice and I just want to give press to is whenever the prologue to a Dragula episode ends, it kind of, like, descends into, like, silence and black. And then it goes, brong. And then the opening new theme song starts. Uh, and yeah. I always, I don't know, there's something about that that's, like, rough editing but i love it you know what i mean like it's not smooth it's not a seamless transition but i just love it
1: i i feel like that's a type of editing where it's like it's over and now here we are it's that happened a lot with buffy the vampire slayer because buffy the vampire slayer's opening theme song was so loud
0: oh god it's so much Yeah. yes it's no so matter much. what
1: no matter what that opening scene was like, you even, even how, um, even less the theme song, but more the outro, they, that was of a time in the 90s and early aughts that the the sh- episode would end, and then they'd use the theme song music for the credits. Oh, No matter yeah. how sad the ending was, no matter how c- kind of like quiet the ending was, it would end, and then it would be like... Bah. <coughs> Right, like, oh, right. this ruined it. This ruined it.
0: You know, the the outro music on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the <laughs> outro music of Are You Afraid of the Dark, I think live in the same world. Mm. I think you could layer those two because they both do the same thing where it's just like like as soon as it starts, it's like, oh, OK. All right. All right. I guess that's over. But <laughs> yeah, with with Dragula, it's a little less aggressive. But I just there's always like a gap, a second of silence and then wrong and then it opens sure and i always think she's a killer yeah it's like close the gap but whatever
1: <laughs> mind the gap
0: mind the gap
1: uh as they say uh what are your thoughts on dolly's horn piercings
0: i don't need them you know but uh, uh just, love is about compromise like, you know
1: i just want to like roll my tongue around them i'm just like this is fine i'm
0: just i i'm just concerned are they Is it, is it adhesive or is it, I'm afraid I'm going to pull one out by accident. That's my concern with every piercing is that I'm going to just like pull it by accident. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure. I I have no
1: idea. And there's, yeah, I'm I'm sure of nothing except that uh, I don't know if they're piercings or adhesives. Yeah. Yeah. When Jade walks back into this workroom, she says, what is up, babe? And then hugs Hoso. It was like the teacher came back from holiday break. And, you know, it's almost like a, a kindergarten teacher or or, uh, you know, a teacher's aid of sorts. Right. Uh, and I appreciated the energy.
0: Maybe she's back from like uh, maternity leave and she's oh, refreshed. Yeah. You know, the breastfeeding mm. burns like 500 calories an hour. It's crazy. Um, did you also notice that when she entered, I don't think anyone picked up on it, but she said, I'm back rolls. And it was like, oh, no, no. Wrong show. Wrong show. They don't do that here.
1: Did oh, you hear I that? did not catch you. Yeah.
0: Well, Dracula <laughs> is just like flush with missed moments with like mm. people. And I, it's just the worst. And you see this on obviously every reality show, but I see it a lot on Dracula where someone will kind of, everyone tries to take the same moment. You know what I mean? And so it just becomes mm. a cacophony. And I think this season they've really taken to like, oh, let's just turn this person's mic up and this person's mic down because otherwise it's just like everyone has a talking stick. Oh, pandemonium. Stick, you
1: know? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has a talking... The yeah. rain stick, if you will. The rain um, stick, I, yeah. I, I have to say I'm super disappointed uh, with Jade and Betty's feud. You know, they were in their heads before, and now they're just budding them. And it, I it's just sad that they used to be friends. You know, I remember that moment that they even uh, showed on this episode when Betty's like, Hey, Jade. Jade, and, over here. Uh, yeah. God. I know. It, This is not good. And again, I am Dolly and Hoso in this moment. I have no other real thoughts. Uh, There's a couple of interesting things that happened in this moment. But otherwise, I am Dolly and Hoso.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, this is the real house monsters of the boudoir. And to the point that Betty, granted, this could just be a thing that people say, but I learned this quote from a housewives reunion when I think it's, jade saying that she's nice and then oh, betty says say it enough times maybe it'll be true keep girl. saying enough <laughs> times and it'll be and it'll be true and it's like like what are you sonia morgan like what is this oh my god yeah Ugh. yeah what is she kelly killer and benson over here you know what's going on and i'm sorry jade
1: when 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 they go to name calling that's when i'm like this is no longer anything interesting to me you booze hound. I'm just like, girl. Really? Oh,
0: I know. Not it's like, cool. oh, and and I, you know. To be honest, I know this is weird, uh, but I, my expectation of like Dracula is that these are the kind of people that no one's judging you for your drinking or your drug usage. Like that was kind right. of always. Cause you have the, to pop a Xanax every ten minutes. Got pop? But... Yeah, please welcome the stage, Papa Xanax. And I don't know. I just like. Granted, season two, you know, Monica Shannon was certainly a hot mess, but it was there was kind of this vibe that like, oh, these are people who, you know, it's like no one's judging anybody at 4 a.m. in the bar. You know what I mean?
1: Well, they shouldn't. But I do feel like James Majesty was being uh, Jade here, uh, calling, you know, Betty a booze hound. Uh, yeah. Based on very little knowledge, except that Betty was drunk, I guess, in the cauldron. I don't know what that was coming off of, um, but but there there were rings of that in season two. You know, it it felt like whereas James Majesty, that moment was very oh honey, honey. Mm-hmm. There was something elevated about it, whereas this felt so. It just felt tired.
0: Yeah, I think that's the word for it, is that this felt—it kind of felt like Jade and Zava were doing an impression of Mm -hmm. a conflict in a workroom or a conflict in a cauldron or a boudoir or whatever versus having a real conflict. And it was like, I don't even really know what the conflict is, you know? I wasn't really sure what Zava was so upset about. I mean, I know she was in the bottom, but like— I couldn't follow after a while what the conflict was. Oh, even you mean was. at the end? Yeah. Okay.
1: I thought we were still in the. Oh, uh, sorry. I know. Scene. I'm jumping
0: around. Sorry. No, no, we'll go back. Let's go back to the. You know, to the boudoir. We'll get to that scene because we're gonna break it down. Well, then we get another little uh, uh, fun addition to the competition with what was this? The uh, the fear. Oh, heat. the key. We had to find the key.
1: Yeah. Um, this is giving oh, me escape
0: room realness. Um,
1: Who's what assistant producer came up with this idea this week, Mary? Um, <laughs> just
0: right. <my> girl. And
1: <laughs> and how did Jade find it? Girl. Right.
0: And of course, Jade finds it. You know, there's no drama if Saint finds oh, it. You know. You
1: think I was born yesterday? You think I died yesterday? My
0: God. Right. Though I did appreciate, you know, we don't get enough people doing monster voice on Dracula. I know Sama. it's on the side. <laughs> I can feel it.
1: <laughs> BSA girl, BSA. Oh my god, no, that I fabulous. love that voice. Yeah, I love that voice too. I can't do that voice. That's why I love it. It's hard. It hard. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I know I it's on it the side. One of my favorite uses of that voice is in the movie The House
0: Bunny. Oh, I haven't seen that. with Anna Faris? Oh, no, Anna Ferris.
1: and Emma Stone actually. Oh, Emma Stone. Um, but Anna Faris uh, is t- she's basically you know she's the house mother of the sorority, and she is trying to remember all the girls' names. And she's like, "Oh, you know what I do when I try to remember somebody's name is that you know I'll say it in a funny voice, and so she, you know she'll then you know it's like Stephanie, Stephanie. and she'll, she, I can't yeah. do the voice, but mm-hmm. yeah, she does she does that with different uh, Joanne. Um, it's so such a great scene. I highly recommend
0: oh, it. <laughs> do you think that would ever be a Matreon?
1: Oh, my God. Completely. Okay. Is, that movie is...
0: Yes, that movie is worth visiting. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, that could be fun. Uh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> oh, God. And then, Mary... Uh, well, first
1: of all, uh, shout out to Betty. I found tape.
0: Yeah, well... <laughs> Good job, sweetheart. That's not it. That's, nope. That's not, not it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now,
1: now that that prop master or the the, the cleanup crew is going to be fired. Thank right. You very yeah. Much.
0: I found um, half of a of a catering sandwich. Yeah. Uh,
1: back to kind of talking about narrator energy. Right. We've seen it from Saint before, but I was definitely Saint here. This is the goofiest thing on the planet right now.
0: Oh, um, thank uh, God! I was so afraid we were just going to go along with Seance Knowles over here, uh-huh. and yeah. then it was very like, camp
1: counselor, right, telling a ghost story uh-huh. in the cabin.
0: Yeah. And then like Saint has been a camper at this camp at this camp for a while, and it's just like right Saint uh-huh. is like about to graduate from camper to junior counselor. Uh huh. And, yes. And I think this is where I have to say, I I think Saint is my pizza monster because I'm always happy to see Saint, and I don't ever really care what Saint is wearing. Mm. And for anyone Mm. who doesn't know, Pizza Monster comes from Drag Race. It's the pizza queen. A pizza queen is a queen that we love, regardless of how she does in the challenge or how she looks on the runway, because much like pizza, even when it's not good, it's still pizza. And much like Selena, we love pizza.
1: And in season two, it was not a pizza monster; it was a calzone. It was a ca- uh, calzone. disasterina. Yes, because yeah, yes.
0: you didn't know what sure. was going on in there. Yeah, right.
1: and we also were obsessed with Louisiana Purchase last season, and that's who kind of our pizza monster was. Pizza monster, we just fucking yeah. loved her. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm I, I'm ready to kind of talk about. A little bit more uh, going on because, you know, obviously we had that seance and there was a funny moment with Zava, you know. Oh, the uh, it fits moment. It fits. Yeah. Zava's right. It will fit. (laughs)
0: That that one's right. It'll fit. I was like, that you make merch of. It'll fit with a picture of a fist. That's how you, that's a great tank top. Mm,
1: Yeah. That is
0: a great tank top.
1: Absolutely. It fit. Uh, You know, then we get the, the, the lovely boudoir sewing music. Uh, uh, you, which, know, you know, I I,
0: I, I want to believe, I want to believe that they said, you know, we heard an All Right Mary that they love that Don't Tell Mom music. Let's do that every episode. And I want to say if you're <laughs> listening, thank you. I am so uh, grateful.
1: Before we move on to the floor show, I, I did think it was an interesting dynamic because we've, uh, a lot of us can relate to this. When a kid changes their seat on the bus or in the lunchroom, it causes a lot of ruckus right and so when betty changes seats to be away from jade it was well you don't belong here what are you doing why are you here what and it uh it was just an interesting thing to see play out in adulthood on a reality show
0: it i mean it never doesn't hurt when someone doesn't want to sit with you i think and and i love i mean here's where the editing was having so much fun with like the dramatic like music underneath the montage of Betty and Jade's friendship and it's like the woman vocalizing I love anytime a soundtrack has a woman vocalizing mm. it's just I'll never get tired of that and uh yeah and it was you know and then and then we get also Betty in that hearts dress which I want <laughs>
1: uh,
0: merch like that yeah. is like create fan art around that heart dress I love that heart sure. dress yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I, I love that we both had that same thought. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was like, oh, God, Betty, I'm never going to forget you in this heart dress. It's like, such that's a, how I'm going to see you. such yeah. a good
0: look. It's such a good uh, look. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, and so then, well, where do we go from here? So, Betty, floor yeah. Show. Floor show. Floor show. I think show. that's it. Yeah. I think the only other part yeah. I wanted to mention is just when Sigourney says to, you know, whoever the producer is asking her about her look, mm-hmm. when she says, do not make it a group challenge. Please, is it that? Is it was so <laughs> funny? It was so funny? Is it? I don't know what it reminds me of, but that free? that beat for free. We have not heard for free since. You uh. know, not for nothing. <laughs> We've paid. Uh,
1: so we get uh, the boules and those helmets. Uh, where at times it almost looked like a green screen. Oh yeah. I don't know yeah. if you noticed that it was you know this. Anyway, uh, we get Phil Nobile from Fangoria as a, a guest uh, judge, and then Hodor from Game of Thrones, Christian Nairn. Yeah, um, how do you feel about that? I know that? That you don't watch Game of Thrones, right? You I, do not.
0: I don't, but I've heard of that character. Um, oh, Hodor. Hodor. Yeah. It, it, it and. It, it has something to do with holding a door, right? I, I don't spoiler.
1: Know that... Mary, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um Yes, you're absolutely right. But I don't know what do the context the is.
0: But I know yeah. everyone cries it a about it.
1: it was beautiful. yeah. No, it was a beautiful moment. It yeah. really was. It really, really was. The character uh, was fleshed out, and I, I'm pretty sure that George R. R. Martin does flesh that character out. Like, that is George R. R. Martin's idea. That was not um, the, you know, the David and whomever. Um, it wasn't them. It He's It was canon. George R. 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 Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's canon. Um, he is canon. I yeah. do want to just, you know, Phil. You know, Phil, it, I, I. Do you like him? Are you
1: going to sit on daddy's lap? I or?
0: would sit on daddy's lap, but I also want to see what is our consensus on his use of the term fango? Because
1: right, that's where
0: <laughs> I can't decide if I want to get off of his lap or if I want to. Nestle in deeper, you know.
1: What is what I I missed when he said Fango? Is he talking about Fangoria? Yes,
0: he's using it. He's like, Oh, we at Fango love, and I was just like, Phil, you oh. this date isn't going well. Suddenly, you know, that's
1: like Jeffrey Moran being like, At Apso, we,
0: yes, exactly. Like, I just and, and yet, there's also that part of me that's kind of like, like he, like, I know he's probably not gay, but you know, like a hot horror nerd who calls it Fango, like a dolly kind of energy calling it Fango. Mm. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. Now I'm, you know, now I'm dripping. You know, so it's just, it's a, I'm on the fence. I, I still, I'm still interested in this.
1: You, you, you have to get out of your head, Mary.
0: I and start giving more. Yeah, start giving more. Yeah, I'm in my helmet right now. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of your helmet. Very home, uncomfortable. It. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: very uncomfortable. Um, open the door. Uh, yeah, hold the door. All right. So, uh, we have our top it's a Game seven. Game of Thrones reference. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, we have our top seven doing this ghost glamorous ghost thing. I thought it was interesting that the marching orders to quote Phil, um, I believe, uh, the marching orders are like, please be glamorous. We want to mm-hmm. see. Glamour, the boule
0: even spell it out. We want to see glamour in abundance. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, which I love. Um, sure, F- lean into one over the other, right?
0: Yeah, it's one of the you know uh, that's one of the aspects of it. Like I I think that makes Dragula more interesting if there's a challenge in which which you have to go in that direction and it can't just all stay in Spookyville, you know.
1: Yes. And what I think is interesting is that we haven't really seen that necessarily except for like the top 3 mm-hmm. when they have to do a glamorous only uh, you know, look. Right. Um but what I found interesting is the the real glamour monsters are Betty and Siggy and yeah. maybe Jade, right? And yeah, man, did they come after Siggy for winning a glamour challenge when that's basically, well, they were coming after her because I think they were like, well, that's all you do. And it is all she's done. And I, I definitely see that point that it's like, well, yeah, I'm glad she won this challenge. Because that's her—that's dr- her drag. Right. Like that's that is what she does. She does glamorous, spooky drag. She has the leg um,
0: up in this challenge because this is what she does. You know, uh, in general, yeah. yeah.
1: And I just I found it interesting that they kind of use that against her <laughs> in the cauldron. I don't know.
0: I mean, I think at this point, like she says, it, it's like every time somebody's angry, there is a target on my back, <laughs> and it's the truth, girl. Every episode, someone has had an issue with her. And but you
1: know what, Mary? Oh, go ahead. No, and
0: I, I just that's yeah. I and I don't, I don't think she's crazy for pointing that out. No,
1: not at all. Like, oh, it's so it's odd to watch, but I. I'm just going to have an opinion on my podcast. I agree with Hoso. This, her look this week, I kind of expected actually more from Sigourney in terms of glamour. It was a pretty basic dress. And then there was this cape. Like it was, there, there, I, I kind of expected like, okay, now you get a glamour challenge. We want to see the elevated version then of what you've been doing. Um, there have been way more glamorous looks before this. Yeah. And I was kind of a little let down Um I, uh, I get that. This
0: week. I get that. I feel like, you know, there was the illusion of the sales that I, I thought was cool, but it was like, well, I think what that was to me was more a representation of like, look at the effect you can create with very, with, with just some fabric, you know, uh, attached in a certain way. You know what I mean? Versus uh-huh. giving an actually like over the top moment. And I think... Yeah, I think that's a fair point, is that it's not to say that she did not look great this challenge, but there is that sense that for something that is more glamour and something that she's clearly good at, you kind of hope, and this has been a feeling in general with a lot of them this season, you kind of hope for a bigger floor show. And it was, um, yeah, it was a little bit simpler. I don't know, it's... Ugh, but, you know, then at the same time, I feel like, oh, God, she's getting it from enough people, you know, like, but, yeah, you know, well,
1: but we're, facts this are facts. is our podcast. Yeah, right? I know. I know. Like, And, and maybe we, if I uh, clearly recognize that she's a talented perf- right. drag performer and if know, enough maybe. people
0: are saying it, maybe there's some truth to it. Sure. Yeah. You know, right. We, you know, even if she's great, doesn't mean that it can't also be true that this was not the most elevated, you know, look compared to many other looks she's done you know in this season so far
1: and you know i don't know if they told hoso to amp it up a little bit more because this kind of all came out of nowhere um but i will say when hoso was speaking up about it i'm like well i kind of trust hoso because hoso's been killing it so far
0: yeah it's like i i feel like we've already seen that like Hoso has a really clear, you know, point of view and aesthetic. And, and when you say glamour, Hoso doesn't get confused, you know? And I think exactly <laughs> like that. Hoso gets it, you know? And I think yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> and I understand that there was kind of like, Oh, I, I think what it did is it, you know, and Hoso's kind of brought this to social media as well Is it really brought up the conversation of like, well, what does it mean to be glamorous? Like, what are we talking mm. about here? And like, what are the standards of it? and, Even if, like, even if someone were to still look at Hoso's look and say, nope, it's just not glamorous, sorry, I think it's worth at least, you know, giving your brain a little tickle of, like, yeah, what do we mean when we say glamorous? What are we actually talking about here, you know? Yeah. And what was it about Hoso's that wasn't glamorous? Like, you know, point it out. Because when when you get the full look, it's like, well, it is a gown, and maybe it's not a glamorous – maybe it's not a glamorous white woman – But Uh maybe it's a glamorous monster, or 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 whatever, right? But like maybe it's not a glamorous woman, you know. And I thought, well, that's, I mean, Dolly's a fucking boat, you know. So
1: girl, girl,
0: totally, yeah, yeah, right. So it's worth at least again, just giving yourself a little tickle and saying, oh, yeah, okay, all right. But, you know, at the end of the day, drag is art and art is subjective. And if you don't like it, you don't like it, you know? Yeah. I
1: don't like it. I, I will like say, I, you said it very well. It's like, if Hoso says that's not glamorous or that that look is basic, like, look at my look, uh, I I believe them, right? Like, I'm just kind of like, all right. And I think the fact that Hoso was so committed and digging their heels in and owning this look, you kind of have to be like, all right. I'm probably missing something because I feel like this performer would own up to, yeah, I think I missed the mark.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, I, I think it, it at the very least, like even if the result was still the same and it was like, Hey, you just missed the mark we were looking for this week. It, I think the conversation that comes out of it or like just the kind of thinking of like, when we say glamour, what do we mean? And why is this not, why would this not fit the bill or, you know, the brief? I think that's, that to me is even more interesting than whether or not Hoso should have been in the bottom or the top, you know? I also, and this is all
1: speculation, I'm creating my own fantasy here. I wonder if there's a story producer, uh, you know, Hoso's producer that's like, Hoso, can you— I know that you're not that upset about being in the bottom. Can you just be upset about it? Just for this episode, just be upset about it. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah,
0: (laughs) well, Hoso even was like, Hoso's clearly seen some housewives as well because the I was talking, I was talking, I was talking is such a move. Oh, wow. And I get, you know, and it's it's incredible that it can get to the point where you could be like a car alarm in the room and still people won't shut up. Mm. Uh, And so I think, you know, I also the the organic sense i've got from hoso is that they're a quieter personality and a quieter energy and so it's like whether or not hoso is being prompted by a producer or is feeling themselves being a muted energy in the room i think it is very hard even with mary gone to try to get a word in edgewise still
1: oh to- totally oh god we thought it was over yeah um, <laughs> You know, with Saint, I kind of understood Saint's frustration and I have to remember how the Boulez are judging. So Saint is kind of comparing herself to Siggy in a way, you know, and that's mm-hmm. I think why Saint was so frustrated. Like, wait a second, I'm doing all of this and I've been doing all of this and you do that and you win. I'm frustrated. I should have won. I've. This is such a huge look. This was my week. I totally get that frustration, and they were judging Saint separately. They were judging Saint. They're like, "This is not you. Need more energy in your lip sync."
0: I think it it wasn't the look. I thought the look was was oh, great. Yeah, I thought was they yes. all it was loved a little
1: wren fair, but I I still loved it. Right,
0: yeah. but it was different, and I it was interesting. But I I kind of had the same feeling of like, not uh, what Dolly and Siggy did really well was that. You could see their whole face, you know um, yeah. And and the lip sync stood out Because, you know, we need to see your lips And I felt like right. with Saint I was like, well, I can't really see your eyes And you've got the black contacts in So, like, there's so many nuances That you're obscuring on your face You know
1: I, I appreciated everything from the neck down On Saint's look And I think the where, where she missed the mark Was neck up and 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 that's that's how i feel about it I, I felt for her though looking at Sigourney win versus what she was wearing i i mean it's it's obvious there well, i don't think i don't think siggy should have won i think it should have gone to somebody else and we'll get to that okay. but uh, and that's that's all you know in terms of the performance and the overall look um, and saint certainly should have been in the top but not a win
0: well, saint, I mean the the are nothing if not consistent when it comes to shoes. You know. Oh, I know. Don't wear They're the obsessed. biscuits. Don't wear yeah. don't and wear Miranda slippers. Priestly. Yeah. <laughs> don't wear club Kids shoes. There are shoe issues. They are that where is the Yeah, where is your
1: pair? Yeah, yeah.
0: Your pair? <laughs> and I I mean I don't know, I did like when when Siggy said, I like Saints biscuits. It reminded (laughs) me of of Alaska, you know, being like, You can wear jellies and do a lip sync. You don't have to wear heels. That's right. You know, and it's kind of that's it's what I mean I get. If if the biscuits are taking away from the illusion that Saint is trying to create, then it's an issue. You know what I mean? I think that's what it comes down to: is if y- if you're trying to create an illusion and those shoes are killing the illusion, then the biscuits are an issue. You know, mm-hmm.
1: you know, a very interesting perspective as well that Miss Malice, and we know Miss Malice from Switch and Play, mm-hmm. um, oh, brought yeah. up on Twitter um, this idea that like, you know, uh, criticizing someone because of the types of shoes that they wear is, in fact, just a little ableist. And and I know that word is kind of a buzzword right now, but there is truth in it. It's like, well, are you going to criticize Saint if or or Mary for that matter? Mary didn't want to slip. You know what I mean? And so she was wearing slippers. It's like and if, if it works yeah. with the look, it should it they you shouldn't care what kind of shoes. And so the same goes with even, you know, the club kid shoes. It's like just let it go. Can you let it go if it's if it actually fits with the look? Just let it go. And I think with Saint, it's like, yeah, these biscuit shoes work. I don't know I I I, I, it is their job and I think Swan says this like
0: it is their job to point these things out they have to look for this stuff exactly I mean even with Betty's lip sync it's like Mm -hmm. it's like yeah sure I've I've ducked behind the microphone when I didn't know the words and you know there's no judging of that as a as a thing that drag performers do but it's like my job is to point out where you don't fulfill the brief i mean i think in terms of shoes i mean you know once you say things like ableist a lot of people roll their eyes but yeah i get right, what right. you're saying i think then you know i mean that all just like opens the door to like the idea of needing to wear heels at all and then what are the rules of drag yeah. and why does drag right. have to follow those rules i think it's sure is yeah no so it's all just another perspective it's yeah. just
1: another perspective that is, is is out there but i think it is a worthy discussion of like well, I guess in a glamour challenge, right? You say, well, heels mean glamour. Is that true? You know? And you go back to the the Hoso kind of discussion of like, well, mm-hmm. what do we really mean here? But anyway, well, we're I, being all right, Mary. All
0: right, Mary. All yeah. right, Mary. Well, and I, and I think kind of, you know, sailing over to Dolly because I think, oh, sailing which I think over is, her. is connected. Open is, your sails. Yeah, yes. open your sails. Open uh, your sails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> open your sails. Oh, God, I'm at full uh, mast, Mary, open, yeah. Absolutely. Open your port, yeah. <laughs> open your port! Open your port. <laughs> so, because I think... Drop
1: anchor over here in my harbor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> People are right, sailed. We're <laughs> People were sailed. People are going to be <laughs> sailed. People were sailed, yes. Take um, a kayak. Yeah. Take, a, take a kayak. I would definitely take a kayak over to Dolly. But I think... To your point, you know, Dolly and and it's what I'm really loving about Dolly this season is that it's not strictly, you know, a feminine monster. Like There's a lot of masculine drag. There's a lot of playing with gender. And I think kind of bridging from what we were just saying, do heels make sense for what Dolly's doing? Mm. Most of the time, no. And even glamour wise, I love this. It's like this was glamorous, but I didn't. I didn't read masculine or feminine. I mostly got both, you
1: know? And I got well, I got both. Uh, you yeah, know, both. With an H. I got both. I really both. got femme yeah. and mask. I loved how femme Dolly was in this look, yet had a mustache. You know, like I I was like just loving this, you know, not Jolly Roger, but like the Jolly Regina. W- Regina. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I just fucking loved it. I, I, I appreciated the like gold green brass lips. I mean, I think this, what I love so much about Dolly, I feel like, again, Dolly is just like killing this, this season and they can't give the win to Dolly every week. That's how I feel.
0: I agree. I think they could have very easily given it to Dolly this week. I think the performance was great. The look was thoughtful. Dolly is just absolutely versatile. We haven't
1: seen, you know what I mean? I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, Dolly has been just killing it. I, um, you know, I, I, I will say to Siggy's point, I thought uh, the, the compliment that she looked like she was in a Kate Bush video, I think in the world of Dragula is a high compliment. And I think that, You know, it's funny. I feel like on Canada they had a singing challenge, and multiple times being compared to Kate Bush was a problem. So I'm glad she's got some love on Dragula. But I gotta, yeah, I'll talk about it on our Canada episode. But I need to validate you, Mary. I've seen it. That is a thing that people do. know, I'm sorry I questioned it weeks ago. You're right.
1: Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. 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 I gotta. I my sleep. I love it. I know you do.
0: I know you do. Yeah. Thanksgiving came a little bit early, Mary. Trick up, trick up my up. sleeve. I love <laughs> that. It's so stupid. I love that.
1: And it's not even all Eve's fault. Anyway, we're, we're, anyway. we're talking about Drago. We're yeah. About Drago.
0: If you want to hear more of that, become an Only Mary, and you can hear our Canada's Drag Race recaps. That's correct. Um, um, a bunch um, of people so just rolled their eyes again.
1: <laughs> Zavaletta, <laughs> I, it was interesting that they were focusing Zavaletta's critique mostly on her performance and not the outfit. I found the outfit, granted, maybe it was the lighting. I didn't get to see all of the details. Um, but I thought it was maybe just a little bit more complex than Sigourney's. Otherwise, they were kind of in the same kind of echelon in terms of how the, well they did in this challenge, uh, in terms of the look. I, but they focused so much on her performance rather than the look. And I didn't love the look.
0: Yeah, as, as Michelle would say, this was not a great week for Zava. You know, I, I did not think this was a great week. I thought the well, look, We're going to do that. We're so. going to do that. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I thought the performance, I also think, you know, what did the boulets see that we didn't see in the final product, you know? Um, yeah, I, I right. think that made a lot of sense to me, the critique that she was, you know, dancing too fast, basically. I think that's, mm. I think what they were saying was really such an interesting thing about lip syncing. You know, that doesn't, they don't, on these shows, I just I, w- I wish there was always more conversation about the art of lip syncing. And when RuPaul talks about, it's not until you get the breaths of the song that you get the lip sync. I thought mm. that it was something similar here that the Boulets were saying about like there's this like vibration you got to get on with the song. And when someone's not on it, you can see it. And it's like watching yeah. someone dance in shoes that are a size too big, you know.
1: Mm, very interesting, uh, interesting metaphor there. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I will say this. I still think that Zava's going to go at least to the top four, if not the top three. There's something about her that I am excited by uh, these these past few episodes. But um, in speaking of who might go home next, uh, I don't think it's Zava. I think it will be Jade. Um, And that's not because of Jade's look this week. I thought Jade's look this week was, you know, it filled the brief, kind of. But their critique of her before the other judges walked in was spot on, and now I can't unsee it. Yeah, yeah. There's no punk wild energy from her. There's just five, six, seven, eight. It's too pageant, and I, th- I, I think that's it. I want to see Jade just kind of be disgusting, like not just eating maggots.
0: In quotes. Mm -hmm. But that almost feels like, hey, guys, look how cool I am. I'm eating maggots. You know, right. there's a bit of that. Oh, I'll
1: just eat maggots and look gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I feel like I fell for it. And now I'm like, oh, well, now I'm I'm not sure I'm buying it. And what's been interesting is the way that they've been critiquing this season has been – it isn't so much about how each contestant does in that challenge. It is broader. I think Betty went home because of an overall trajectory. I think – um, Mary the same way Coco the same way I like these exterminations just they're not about the individual challenge it's not like a lip sync where you can save yourself each of them then becomes this consideration of like they even say it like where are we at this point in the competition mm. and I think to your point they're starting to have that conversation about Betty and about or they were about Betty and look what happens. and now they're having that conversation about Jade
1: yeah yeah we'll see. I mean, the one shocking elimination I think that doesn't fit your narrative here is Astrid um, because Astrid had just
0: yeah, won. that is true. I wonder, yeah, I mean, with Saint, I was like, well, they're not gonna send Saint home. She just won last week. Astrid, I don't know. I feel like it was um it was like, ugh, somebody call her mother. She doesn't want to be at after school anymore. Call her mother, send her <laughs> oh my home she. God. She's she's been crying at the Jimbury birthday party. We need to send her home. You know.
1: You know. I gotta say this, I, and we uh, kind of just to put a bow on this episode is I want less drama. I do want to focus on the inner struggles of these queens that are less kind of crash crashing with others, um, queens performers um, and monsters. I so Betty leaving. Mary leaving, you know, it's, we're starting to thin out the pack here. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, I think if you're left with a Dolly and a Hoso, it's, you know, and maybe even a, a, a Saint, right? Top mm-hmm. three. I would, I would be happy. What I find interesting about the judging is that we have had a different winner for the past five episodes. Astrid, Saint, zavaletta Dolly, and now Sigourney. And, there's no real front runners and yet i still feel like well no but dolly is at host i mean like come on host doesn't have a win yet but like yeah we know.
0: yeah it's i mean that's true is that you know it it's been pretty spread out and i'm bummed to see betty go just as we'd identified the goose yeah. the goose right. in the boudoir i was sad to see her go but i do think that saint and jade kind of feel like the ones I'm most concerned about in terms of next the Mm -hmm. idea of it narrowing down to like let's say you know the the hot couple from Asheville and their foreign exchange student Hoso so Siggy and Dolly and Hoso and then who would be top four um Zava you know Mm -hmm. crazy and Zava what's great about that is you have four very different energies and there's still conflict so they still have content each episode you know what i mean yeah it, it right. makes sense from a reality tv standpoint like if they got rid of zavaleta now like they don't have any conflict if it's just siggy saint dolly and hoso it's just gonna be crickets
1: you know oh my god it's gonna be like the a team
0: yeah, yeah like, i don't know i i kind of want that now me too yeah, I but I want that. no conflict you know
1: yeah, and maybe that's not the direction the show is going. Which is, you know, it's a choice. I, I, and and granted, I was enjoying the drama at first. I was like, oh great, I don't believe any of this. But now I'm kind of like, all right, this is uh, this is getting out of hand, right? We're yeah. running out of what
0: time? Time, yeah.
1: When I think about the the cauldron here, um, that uh, how the show ended, um, you don't know if it has anything to do with the show or not. And I think that's where I, I'm kind of like, I don't need it. I don't need the cauldron. Because I don't even know if it has anything to do with the show anymore.
0: In terms of, like, there's the competition, and then there's, like, this basically separate untalked it's yes. just tangentially related. Yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, and, you know, moving forward, there was, you know, a couple of points made, which I talked about at the start of this podcast. But the idea that Siggy has been kind of only giving one type of thing I I am ready absolutely to see Sigourney do something completely different. Mm-hmm. And I and granted I believe her when she says I don't have to change, but and and you know the boules are like all right, well that's Sigourney's drag. When does it become okay, that's Sigourney's drag and we need you to do filth.
0: Yeah, I mean I I can't remember specifically but i feel like james majesty which for the record is not james charles just want to <laughs> remind everybody of that one because uh, sometimes people get those confused for many years um you know i feel like james majesty it was a similar situation of like yeah but can you do anything other than being this beauty queen and god love her she did you know and did some yeah. really great fucked up looks give us all kinds of silhouettes give us all kinds of of narratives uh-huh. you know
1: right right yeah um, but there's no question that she is in in the same kind of space as a Dolly and a Hoso uh, and in to some extent a Saint and a and a Zava. The the odd one out here is Jade, for sure.
0: Yeah, and it and I'm you know whenever that happens, I always think, oh, there's going to be some huge turnaround next week. It's all going to turn around, and then it never does for any of any oh. of, ever. This is not against Jade. This is everybody. It never. The writing is usually on the wall, you know.
1: Yeah, they uh, they want this story, but yeah. I do hope that they're, you know, the boules are are true to their word. Like there is going to be more of an arc with these characters because they said that last week. You know, mm-hmm. these stories play out. Yeah. Well, well, Swan and Drac. I'm 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 waiting and I'm getting a little impatient. I'm kidding. Yeah, um, right. No, I'm
0: I, I, I believe you. And this week did not do anything for those stories. And, you know, another terrible thing I've learned from the Housewives is some episodes, nothing really moves forward. You plateau in a fight for an episode. And then the next week, then it breaks, you know, and someone puts uh-huh. their leg on the table, you know. <laughs> so I do want to say while we're referring to other uh, uh, reality shows and competition styles and drama levels. I, do... I did
1: watch Dance Moms.
0: <laughs> well, and then <laughs> there's Dance Moms. Yes. <laughs> thank you for sharing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Folks, he did watch Dance Moms. Um, So speaking, not really speaking of that at all, um, I did love that we also got a complete America's Next Top Model style extermination. This was not an extermination. This was, I have one photo in my hand, you know?
1: Yes, yes. This extermination was... It was not an extermination.
0: No, I, it was so gentle. I thought they were going to be literally plunged into the ocean off the edge of a boat, and then they were going to film them with an underwater camera.
1: Right. With, you know, I guess, you know, a, a crew nearby to save them if they were drowning or yeah. something. Or, or just, or plunge them into a, a, you know, a tank, you
0: know? Sure. Do a tank. I don't care. Um, I didn't think that the extermination last week was a real electric, you know, uh, electric chair. I'm not stupid. Um,
1: I'm not stupid, you <laughs> not know. Not stupid, <laughs> you know. I was like waiting. I was like, yeah. he's gonna do it. He's oh, he didn't do it. He didn't. <laughs> I'm
0: not stupid, you know. I'm not stupid, you know. You fooler! <laughs> cockamamie electric chair. It wasn't a cockamamie electric chair. <laughs> they didn't shock Mary. <laughs> 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 they didn't shock mary Mary. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) oh god i love you (laughs) (laughs) speaking of mary um speak and to your point about the arc and all of that mary is is hot on twitter to let us know that there is she is uh, what, what is happening in the dark will come to the light about Siggy. Oh, I don't love that this is happening, but and I'm reserving judgment, because I, I said this before, I'll say it again, I think making a decision about a season of a TV show before it's over is short-sighted. So I'm kind of it's like, alright totally, Mary, I'm gonna just put a pin in that Mickey.
1: Oh, I, I wish Mary would just put down her Twitter. I, I know. It's I don't helping. like when this happens. Yeah, at, at some point it's like, you know, I, uh, the, the, you're, I know that you're feeling a little powerless yeah. in this discussion. Yeah. And I, and I feel for her because let me tell you, Mary, I love Mary Cherry. And I know that a lot of people just turned off our podcast and wrote a bad review because I just said that. And that is a problem.
0: Yeah. Don't don't kill our algorithm by giving us a bad review. I'm not wearing slippers. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, anytime I've seen Mary post anything on Twitter, it's like she can't – there's nothing she can say that won't get some kind of retort. And I understand how frustrating that must be. But I – and I can't say what I would do in her position. I probably wouldn't do anything better. But I could see from my point of view the value of just going silent and letting people forget. Because in a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks, the Mary-Cherry conflict is old news. Yeah. It really is. I just we've already this week. I was like, "Oh, there's new conflicts, girl. There's all this Jade and Betty stuff, girl. Like, don't even worry about it. There's Zava picking up the taking the baton. You're fine, you know. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally.
1: Well, you know that's uh, that's today's Galtron That's uh, this episode. Soups
0: on, bitches.
1: All right, Mary. Uh, well, if you have any thoughts on this episode of Glamorous Ghost Ship Drag of Dragula, you can reach out to us at Podcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. We are also on Twitter at Mary, And if you want, I'm on Instagram at johnnyalso or on Twitter at johnnyalso1.
0: And you can hear more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, a celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore, and you can get more of both of us, including our recaps of Drag Race UK Season 3, Canada's Drag Race Season 2, deep dives into things like the other two, catch-ups and unpopular opinions on Patty LaPone, and so much more at patreon.com slash allrightmary. Mary.
1: All right, Mary, what is our Last Chance Floor Show this week?
0: Oh, I'm so excited about this. I feel like it is so appropriate for the challenge. I would love to see more. I know that the Boulays are all about putting their own music into the show now or doing the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead music, which is great. Um, P.S., I liked the... The floor show song. I thought that was a good.
1: Oh yeah, we didn't really comment yeah. on "Good Love." Yeah, I, yeah, it was fine. I, I think my favorite lyric was. I wrote it down. Um, it was
0: "Kiss me as you bleed." Mmm, delicious. I'll take two. <laughs> uh, they were giving me. Do you remember "Swirl 360"? <laughs> uh, no. Do you remember the song "Hey Now Now"? Hey Now Now. Do you remember that song? Nope. Oh, okay. You didn't really sing it. Just well, I don't really sing. It. I said, hey, now, now. You know that song. Um, nope. All right. Well, people listening know what I'm talking about. It's giving Absolutely. me a little bit of Swirl 360. So that is not our last chance floor show, though. Our last chance floor show is none other than John Carpenter's theme from the movie The Fog, which is, of course, a movie about ghosts from a sunken ship or something. I don't remember. They tell the story at the beginning of the movie. But anyway, it's very fitting to to this week's challenge. And it's a great piece of music. It's one of the best horror movie soundtracks, I would say. Even better than Gravity? Well, that's not really uh, totally horror. Yeah, of a a time, of like the 80s, you know, that era, I would say The Fog is a real standout. But of a Mm. nowadays, Gravity.
1: All right, Mary. Well, we will see you next week, Uglies. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And if you are celebrating uh, a Thanksgiving holiday with people, good luck.
0: Tot